So you made it to Toronto and back? Yeah, I did. And uh, boy, I know you had a heck of a time. I can't wait to hear that whole story. But uh, you know what? I had horseshoes up my ass. Went to the Vancouver airport, got on the plane, arrived in Toronto, got on the flight in Toronto the other day, got back to Vancouver. Like, no problems at all. Like, if if I had been in hibernation and wasn't watching the news, I, I ha- would have no idea that there were so many problems. And man... What a fucking meltdown that was. You know what? I'm actually questioning whether it's safe to fly in Canada. I mean, if, if the, the pilots for WestJet and Air Canada were as bad as the communications people in WestJet and Air Canada, I mean, planes would be crashing every single day. And then that big story comes out, uh, I think on Boxing Day, or maybe before, uh, the two worst airlines in North America for being on time, the very two last airlines... WestJet and at the bottom of the heap, Air Canada. Yeah, out of the top 10, WestJet and Air Canada. So you got to tell your story. I mean, this is like, this is freaking unimaginable. Um, well, first of all, my wife's sister tragically passed away just before Christmas. Yeah. And Andy Joan, you know Uncle Ted? Uncle Ted, yeah, great guy. Uncle Ted used to do Richard Head when he was the assistant Richard to Steve. Richard Cranium. Steve Harris. Right. <laughs> Richard Head, Dickhead for short, the assistant to uh, Richard Harris. Yeah. Great political satire. One of the great people I've ever met, Ted Schmidt, and yeah. his lovely wife, Joan. And he really, uh, he, his segment on our show was really, really good. I mean, yeah. it was uh, thoughtful. It was really, really funny. I, I think some of the lowest common denominator listeners probably didn't get it. Uh, but those who graduated from high school and university certainly got a sense of humor. He's a great guy. And tragically, his wife of many, many, many years, many decades passed away. Yeah, that's sad. She was a great grandmother, a mother, and a friend, and school teacher, and they, they just gave so much. It was a it was a huge loss, yeah. and we could not miss the celebration of life. So, Jesse and Jill, my three sons, Justin, Josh, and Joel, we all booked last minute on WestJet. I have a travel agent that I use. His name is Sanjeev. He's so, a good guy, too. Great guy. So, he booked us. Jill and I showed up on the 18th of December, Sunday, you know, the, the week before Christmas, mm-hmm. and... Um, now, what time did you uh, get to the Vancouver airport? We got there three hours early. Oh, okay. okay. Was, so what time? It was snowing. Not yeah. huge, though. Like, maybe yeah. a couple of inches. Mm-hmm. So we got there at, at uh, 8 a.m. 8 a.m., okay. 8, 8, 8, 8.30, something like that. Okay. And the flight's at, like, 11 or so. Right? <laughs> yeah, but it was delayed, so we didn't uh, we didn't leave the gate till like, noon. Okay, I just want to track this. So you got there about 8 o'clock in the morning, okay? Yeah, 8.30, something like that. Okay, so we're setting the table. You got there about 8.30. So we were... We were at the three-hour mark as we walked onto the plane. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool, right? I, that's fine. We, we expected that. Yeah. We, we went early just, just in case. We get on the flight, take our seats. Mm, took about an hour to load bags. It was a long, long time. That's wild. Yeah, the pilot came on and said, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're just uh, dealing with some baggage, and as soon as that's done. And weirdly enough, uh, the guy sitting next to me said, well, that's weird. I said, what? And he said, um, they're taking bags off the plane. I said, okay, that's, that's not always great, but... Anyway, not me. An hour into it, mm-hmm. we leave the gate. Okay. So we're talking noon hour-ish or 12.30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've been at the airport since about 8.30. You're finally on the plane, and it's pulling back to take off. It's about uh, 12.30 or so. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And so we were on the flight for four hours. We were waiting in line. We waited a very long time for all the baggage to be loaded or fucked with, as it were. <laughs> 
I don't think is that an aviation term? And I think WestJet had some help in this. Uh, My guess is YVR was a fucking disaster. Yeah, it was a fucking disaster. Anyway, um, and it's not just weather related. It's like you don't have the crew. You didn't read the forecast. Come on, I mean, it's not like it's a blizzard. Mm. It's two or three inches of fucking snow. Am I angry? No, I'm not at all. I, I'm, we're the lucky ones. We made it home in time for Christmas, and we, we got our bags. But anyway, this particular day, we went nowhere. We ended up on the plane for four hours. We were next in line to be de-iced at, I think, a little after three hours. And the pilot came on and said, well, me and Buddy Boy here are about to go past our best due date for what we're allowed to you oh, know, yeah, to like, work. Yeah, and so yeah. now we're going to have to go back to the gate. Oh, no. We'll give you instructions as we get closer to the gate and learn more. But at this point in time, uh, all we know is we're returning to the gate. So then we had to wait a considerable time. Well, hang on, hang on. So he made that announcement. See, I'm just trying to keep track of this. You got there at 8.30. Uh, you uh, backed up from the gate. You got onto the tarmac to be, whatever, 100th in line to take off. Now, these guys, if they flew to Toronto, they'd be working and breaking the laws of the land because you can only be a pilot up in the air for so long. So now you've got to go back to the gate. But you don't have a gate yet, and you weren't de-iced. So what time are we talking about now? I think it's around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, so 8.30 now, 3 o'clock, and you've yeah. gone nowhere. Yeah. By the way, had we left on time, mm-hmm. we'd be in Toronto. Well, I as, see. as we're turning to, around to the gate... We would have been getting off the plane in Toronto. Now, here's the funny thing. I sent you a text message that said, welcome to Toronto, figuring this would be the first message that you got. I got it at around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I get a text message from you saying, dude, we haven't even taken off yet, and we're going back to the gate. So so we get out of the line, finally, right? Um, Like, the planes just can't cut across, you know, they've got a, you're in a line with a bunch of other airplanes, you got to wait till you get, Mm -hmm. you know, so... We had to do all that. We get back to, we stop just outside the terminal. And then the pilot comes on and says, quote, well, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, we are now in the vicinity of the terminal. (laughs) The vicinity. I can see it on the horizon. We are in the vicinity of the terminal. Unfortunately, we're waiting on ground crew. They're trying to be located. We'll keep you up to date. Oh, man. Four hours. Later? At the four-hour mark, we're on the plane for four hours. When they say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we regret to inform this flight has now been canceled. We're never told it was canceled, just returning back. Right. The captain has to have a nap. <laughs> right. All that bullshit, right? Yeah. And you would figure they'd have a, a captain and co-pilot ready to go because you've been waiting all day long for this. Now, what time are we talking about now? It's 4 o'clock. Okay, so it's 4 o'clock. Now. You've been there yeah. since 8.30. It's now, it's now like a, a whole working day. Yeah. And you've gone Weird, nowhere. You've weirdly just weirdly enough, around. we've gone nowhere, and now the announcement comes on, and it says, ladies and gentlemen, the flight has been canceled. Uh, you are requested to go to the baggage carousels, retrieve your baggage, and you will receive further instructions. You know what? Click. <laughs> I, this isn't, this isn't going to end well, I have a feeling. But what was interesting for me is, and I wrote an open letter to WestJet, happy to publish it. I sent it to the Daily Hive, and I sent it to the province, and it's not anger-filled. No, no it's not. Not, not at all. Yeah. So what, what was interesting to me is that never during the four hours that we were on the airplane, in lieu of the fact that we left late, et cetera, never once did a flight attendant, or whatever you call them now, air stewards, I don't know. Flight attendant. Not once did they come up the hallway and say, would you like a glass of water? Oh, come on. No. Not, not once. Not once. And it's a full flight, because our flight that day, 
maybe there was a tailwind. The flight to Toronto was scheduled for three hours and 58 minutes. We've now been on the airplane four hours, longer than we would have been in the air. Nothing. And no water. Not a bag of pretzels. Oh, jeez. I just thought, that's fucked, man. Like, well, how do they you obviously do have water in there well, because yeah. they would have served it if how, you were up in the air. How do you do that to people? <laughs> so we get off the airplane. We head out to the baggage. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Here it yeah. comes. We waited four hours. Four hours. Four hours for our bags. Okay, so if I have my timing right, we're getting close to the 12-hour mark that you've been at the yeah, Vancouver yeah. airport. Give or take a few minutes, that's yeah. pretty close. So it's about 8.30. You, you arrived at 8.30 to go to Toronto. It's now 8.30 at night. Your flight is canceled, and now you're searching for fucking baggage. Yeah, that's right. Now, how long did that take? Four hours. No! Four hours for the bags. So now it's 12.30 in the morning. Oh, the funniest part, though. <laughs> There's something So no, no flight. Yeah. No flight. Very, very little communication coming from WestJet. Very little communication. Sounds like no communication. Yep. You won the fucking lottery if you made it in from somewhere and got your bags in an hour. Seriously. Yeah. So to make a long story short, at one point in time, WestJet came on and said, uh, for those waiting for flight SS uh, WestJet 710 uh, to Toronto, uh, we have an update for you. And we go, oh, fuck. This is like three hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Three hours. Uh, your bags are still on the airplane. We're trying to locate a crew. We're told that they will be going there next. And all of a sudden, there's a fucking stampede. And I'm going, what the fuck is that? And the, it, it seemed like, it's, to me, it seemed like 100 people. There were 167 people on our flight, right? right? It seemed like 100 or more. Like half the flight was suddenly going up the escalators upstairs. And I'm thinking, did we miss an announcement? Did we miss something? And about two minutes later, you hear, Ch- uh, attention for those people that just came upstairs to go to customer service at WestJet. Please be advised, there is no customer service at WestJet today. Do not come upstairs to customer service. Please go back and wait for your bags. There are no representatives at work today from customer service. Why on earth would you not have anybody there doing, quote unquote, customer Service. Meanwhile, we're all sitting around. We've gotten to know the people sitting next to us. And one guy's been at the airport for 38 hours. Oh, Jesus. Was trying to go visit his family for Christmas. Now he just wants to get his fucking bags and go home and right. spend it alone with his mother. Right. In Victoria. Um, the couple next to us had been on a ski holiday at Whistler. Super nice people. Uh, they had to get home. So... They've now booked another airline. WestJet is saying in lieu of customer service, you will receive a text or an email with instructions. By the way, that's never come to, the, to this still, day. Still. Since the 18th of December, wow. I've not received an email or a text from WestJet. Okay, so now it must be, I'm guessing, about 1 o'clock in the morning on the next day. No, we're still, we, get our, we get our bags finally. Yeah. We say goodbye to the people. We're sharing. Like we, got, we had some bars for the flight because we don't like foods on the flight sometimes. Yeah. So we had taken some. And we're sharing, right? People yeah. are good, right? People aren't screaming and they're not mad. It's just... We are all just completely gobsmacked at the complete lack and breakdown of communication. Mm-hmm. YVR and WestJet and whatever other airlines were going through the same thing. Because people went through a lot worse than we did. Trust mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Some people spent fucking 12 hours overnight on the airline. Christ. So anyway, make a long story short, we get our bags. Oh, good. And we, we went to the airport that day in an Uber that didn't have snow tires. And it was a little sketchy, but we made it, right? Yeah. So but... but- now, though, there's like 20 centimeters of snow in downtown I don't Vancouver. think so. I don't think it was 20. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I checked because I was sitting at home about to fly out in a few days. Yeah. 
And yeah, we, the city of Vancouver, downtown Vancouver, it's never happened before. Got 20 centimeters of snow. So what we decided to do, we we decided to take the train. No. Yeah. You took the fucking Canada line. Yeah. I'm surprised you even know how to find it. So now I've given, now my, now my travel agent. You took the Canada line. Now my travel agent, (laughs) my travel agent Sanjeev on a Sunday is busy trying to find us flights the next morning so we can make it to Toronto for the celebration of life. My sons had always been scheduled to fly the next morning at 8.30 on Air Canada, so their, their plane is allegedly taking off. Now we're trying to find seats, and as you can imagine, there's, it's Christmas week now. There's, first of all, nothing available. Mm-hmm. Now there's hundreds, if not thousands, of passengers desperately trying to rebook anything to yeah. go somewhere. Yeah. It's a fuck show. So I left it with my uh, travel agent. He's a good guy. God bless him. He's working on his only day off. We take the train. Hang on a second. Before you say we take the train, I just want to ask you a question. And I'm not making fun of you here. Yeah. You know, you have like a chauffeur service that you take because you don't drink and drive from the Fairmont Hotel. They're great guys. You've got a couple of beautiful cars. Do you even know how the Canada line works the train? No. Do you have any, like, have you, do you have any clue, like, how you pay, how you buy a ticket, how you get out of the station, any of this? Have you ever even experienced this? No, and that's why this happened next. <laughs> we're, we're sitting there oh, now. This is going to be good. This is going to, sit back, people. I, I feel something very bad and embarrassing coming on. We're sitting at the, uh, uh, we, you know, took the escalator upstairs, followed the signs to the train downtown. I pull out my credit card. Now it's fucking freezing, right? It's blowing wind up there. It's outside, right? Yeah. You're not like inside. I bet in you, Toronto, didn't, you're you didn't ins- know that. In Toronto, you? no, I had no fucking idea. <laughs> I know. In Toronto, you're inside. How long have you lived here? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> fuck. So I'm pulling out my credit card. Wow, look at that. This station's on the outside, Buddy, Jill. It's, <laughs> it's been 12 hours in an airport and an airplane that went nowhere. No pretzels, no water. And I'm kind of getting cross-eyed. Yeah. And I'm now in the dark trying to figure out what zone I'm going to. And it says zone two, zone three, zone five. I fuck, I don't know. I just want to buy a fucking ticket and get on the train. So you want to go zone three, you get two tickets. I, I, Takes you right downtown. I to just, about four blocks away I, I didn't from know where, where I was going. Yeah. I, I just was getting on the train. I knew I was going down to Water Station. Exactly. So I figured, okay, zone That's one. That's two tickets. So I buy two tickets for zone one, and then just says, oh, it says for Water Station we need zone two. And I thought, okay, well, fuck it. I'll just buy another. I'm already in the system. I'm already yeah. on zone one. So I said, well, I've already bought us two tickets for zone one. I'll buy four tickets for zone one, two each. That should equal at least a zone two. Wrong. Get on the plane. Wrong. Get on the train. Wrong. With four <laughs> tickets for zone one. Which means fuck all. As we are approaching Water Station, Jill says, hey, I just had a thought. I said, what's that? What happens if we need these, like, why would they have different zones and no one came and got our tickets? Mm, I don't know. Mm. I've never been on this train. Exactly. I wonder if we need the tickets to get out. Yes, you do. And you need Zone 2 tickets to get out. And it doesn't, you could have purchased 500 Zone 1 tickets. That's that's nothing. I mean, you need a Zone 2 ticket to get out. Through the so gate. as we're walking, with and the, the gate's basically locked. As we're walking with the crush of people, yeah. to uh, you know the mile down the on ramps and everything to get out in the Union Station, I saw it and heard it first turnstiles, and I went, "Oh fuck!" She was right. We're <laughs> we're fucked. And then and then I started looking around. Is there a kiosk? Can I buy machines? What do we do? Nope. Of course, my sons later told me, you stupid fucking idiot, Dad. All you had to do was process your credit card in the machine. It would have been fine, right? Yeah, that's true. But I didn't know. I had these fucking... You've never taken it before. So I said, Jill, yeah. 
pick somebody and run behind them. No, you didn't say that. I did. No. And Jill said, there's no no way. I'm not fucking doing that. So I picked a guy. Yeah. I got my bags. <laughs> I got all my shit. Right? right and don't forget, off. we had check bags the first flight, right? Yeah. We had Christmas presents and shit like that. Right. So I got- What time is it now, I got two way? bags and a suit bag. Oh, fuck. I don't know. It's like nine o'clock at night, right? <laughs> We're really fucking tired. 9.30. Right. And so I picked a guy, and I rushed up behind him and butt-fucked him through the turnstile. He looked at me like, what the fuck's going on? It's like, go, go, go. And then Jill's like three people behind me. She stepped out of the line. I said, go. I can't do it. Go, go. So she picks somebody and runs behind him. So here we are, criminals busting the turnstiles. Oh, Jesus. Yes, it made us into criminals. I told my son that story the next day, and they said, you were the dumbest fucking dad ever. I said, yeah, all you had to do was pull out your visa and swipe it. You would have been fine. Well, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, because you're fucking stupid. Trains, planes, and automobiles. So Sanji found us the last two fucking seats the next day. All they, right. Guess what? The silver lining, they happened to be on the same flight that my sons were already booked oh, on. Oh, cool. They had no economy left, so we had to pay full fare. Wow. One-way tickets to Toronto, 3300 before Tax Air Canada. Jeez. So I'm now $17,000 in airfare. Man, to get that's my, price gouging. To get my family to Toronto and back for two days. And, of course, I forfeited the night at the Fairmont on the first night for Jill and I because whatever. Yeah. You know what? I, we still made it home just before the next storm. We're the lucky ones, man. There are people still looking for luggage today. Wow, that's and so true. And there are people that never got home for Christmas. And there was a story today about a young girl and her family. They didn't get their medication. I mean, I have to tell you. It's just really, sure, there were storms everywhere, absolutely. But the lack of communication, the lack of common courtesy, and there's good people there. Like, there's decent people that work there. Sure. There were people that trying. But if I was the fucking CEO of WestJet, dude, I would have been in that fucking airport making, making announcements, just handing out hot chocolate, just some, some smidge of humanity. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Just some decency of caring, mm-hmm. right? Not angry. Lucky. Lucky to have made a home for Christmas. We were the lucky ones, you know? Wow. Yeah. So because it is Christmas and because both Air Canada and WestJet, terrible monopoly in Canada, I personally believe they were price gouging. So after all of this BS that you went through, including breaking the law, by the way, on the Canada line, um, and the price gouging, if you don't mind me asking, if you don't mind people discovering, what was the total cost of this whole trip for you to pay tribute to uh, Jill's sister, Aunt Joni? Uh, you know you know what? It cost me a lot. Yeah. Um, but that's not the point. The, the major thing is we were there to support the family, the love. You know, yeah. it, it wasn't about the money. Yeah. You know, and, and fortunately, I was in a position, you know, to be able to buy the tickets and be able to buy... The business class, right? Yeah. I had I had the room on a credit card. What what, what if I didn't? What yeah. if I you know? What if I was somebody else? You know, they would have missed going to their aunt's, you know, celebration of life and sharing love and stuff like that. And you know what? I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I was able to do that, mm-hmm. and I'm lucky that I was able to make it home. But the weird thing is, a week later, exactly a week later, I had to drive my youngest son because he was going back to to his home in Los Angeles, where he's working now in the U.S. And um, uh, I had to drop him at the airport. And I thought, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm here. I'll go to WestJet Lost and Found because Jill, in the angst to get off the fucking airplane that never went anywhere, left her iPad 
under her seat. Understandable. You know? Yeah. In the thing, yeah. In the thing. Yeah. So um, I go back and, oh, my fucking God. They put up a wall at WestJet with YVR to house the thousands and thousands of bags. Jesus. And the, the woman was nice. And I said, you know, iPad, seat number, flight. Okay, she was gone for 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's not here. Oh, yeah, sure. I can see that. <laughs> you wouldn't find anything there. No, especially. So, you know, iPad. we lost her iPad and all of her information and all that stuff. So, what, a, you know, and, 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 you know, we made a claim. Uh, we made a claim for the flights. We've heard nothing and probably never will. And I understand that people are now going to the courts and there's 30,000 claims and climbing in the courts alone because the airlines aren't dealing with it. It's a fuck show. And you're right. We get fucked in Canada. It's better elsewhere. But you know what, Gene? Mm -hmm. I have it on film. Oh, good. You want me to play it? Of course. This is hour four. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please calm down. Please listen to me. I want to tell you what's going on with the ship. Thank you. We've been thrown off course just a tad. What's a tad? Oh. Yes. Exactly. What's a tad? What exactly is a tad? In space terms, that's about half a million miles. <laughs> the bombs you feel are asteroids smashing into the hull of the ship. Also, we're flying without a navigational system and can't oh, seem to change nice. course. Miss, are you telling us absolutely everything? Not exactly. We're also out of coffee. Listen to me. Your crew is in complete control of the situation. Trust me, there's absolutely no... 